This is the Photography Podcast on photography.ca, episode number 113, Six Accessories for Day Trip Photography. Hey there, photo lovers. How's it going? And welcome to the 113th photography podcast on photography.ca. My name is Marco, and this time we're coming to you from Valley of Fire in Overton, Nevada. For today's show, I thought I'd talk about some essential day trip accessories. But as always, before we get into it, I always like to thank people for their comments on our last podcast, number 112, where we talked about uh, why camera bags suck and uh, some alternative, you know, gear and lens carrying devices. Max Sikulski, Dave Johnson, Enrique Wazell, Bernard Dallaire, JP, Brett Farris, and uh, Sylvain Rassico all left comments on the blog, which is our favorite way to get them, photography.ca forward slash blog. Thanks so much for leaving those comments, and thanks so much for sharing the different ways that uh, you guys uh, carry your gear. It's always nice to share different uh, scenarios and techniques. You know, that's how we learn. Share and learn, share and learn. Okay, let's get right into today's podcast. So uh, as I said, I'm uh, in the Valley of Fire in uh, Overton, Nevada. So basically, I came to Las Vegas uh, due to an insane uh, seat sale. So I guess sometime between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, there's just, you know, massive availability. So for just over $500, I got four nights at a hotel on the Strip with the airfare, everything included. I mean, totally irresistible uh, to pass up. So if you do want to go to Vegas and you don't want to spend a lot of money, uh, maybe this time next year is a great deal or even even now or in the winter it's cooler in Vegas so anyway if you want to do some uh, Vegas photography uh, don't do it in the summer do it in the fall or the winter and you know what if you don't gamble Vegas is a complete steal I mean the whole city is subsidized by gambling I rented a car for three days for just over 50 bucks so if you don't gamble the city is a steal but if you do gamble you got to know that Vegas wasn't built on winners <laughs> so you're going to drop a pile of cash if you do gamble but anyway I was in Vegas uh, for a few nights to photograph the lights I'm really into night photography and photographing lights and things like that but uh, what am I going to do in the day so in the day um, I'm doing two awesome day trips. Yesterday I went to a Red Rock Canyon, which was also really, really good. But uh, today I'm here in Valley of Fire. And if you want to compare the two, you know, if you only have time for one day trip, skip Red Rock Canyon. Red Rock Canyon is a solid three of a kind, but uh, Valley of Fire is like four of a kind. Grand Canyon's a straight flush. There you go, for comparison. But uh, the rock formations here and the colors in the rocks, it's called Valley of Fire because the rocks light up like fire when the, when the sun or the light hits them in a certain way. And the colors here are just awesome. So I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Anyway, I've been shooting for something like 20 years now, but like only recently in the last five years have I started really getting into nature photography and developing, you know, a love for landscape and the land. And um, I'm doing quite a few day trips or day hikes uh, these days. Now for me personally, these are just hikes that are like a few hours. I park somewhere, I hike, and then I go back to my car. Other people that are doing, you know, massive hikes that are full day hikes or one or two day hikes, you're going to need different accessories. And maybe only part of this podcast is geared toward you. You know, this podcast is more, you know, photographers like me that are just going on shorter day trips. You know, um, they don't necessarily need a compass and all the gear to find themselves because they're just going on unmarked trails and things like that. You know, if you're doing more intense hiking off trail, you're going to need different accessories. And um, this podcast is not going to be enough for you. You know, it's just basically for quick day trip photography. 
And my goal here is just to share a few of the accessories. Some of them are obvious, some of them are less obvious. And obviously one of my goals also is to learn from you guys. So if there's something that you feel I'm missing out, please let me know in the comments and favorite place to get the comment again, photography.ca forward slash blog. All right, then let's just get right into it with uh, one of the more obvious ones, but I have to say it, you must have a tripod because anytime you want significant depth of field, you know, when you're not shooting in bright sun, you're gonna have shutter speeds that are less than a 60th of a second, and typically people cannot hold their cameras, you know, steady enough with their hands, you know, when it's, you know, a 30th of a second, a 15th of a second, etc. And this is especially true with longer lenses. So again, the rule for longer lenses is one over the focal length of the lens. That's the minimum shutter speed you need. So even if you're using a zoom, a 70 to 200, if you're at the 200 end, you need to be at one over 200. And if you're not over one over 200, you will often introduce your own shake. So you need the tripod in order to defeat the minimum shutter speed. Uh, we've already done a podcast on tripods. I'm not going to get into tripods. I just want to mention that, you know, sometimes we travel many thousands of kilometers in order to get to a destination and we want our photograph sharp, right? We need sharp photographs. So if you enjoy sharp photographs and you want some depth of field, you're going to need a tripod straight up. And uh, I'll put a link into the show notes for the uh, podcast where we talked about tripods and you could check that out if you need too. The second most important accessory is going to be a polarizing filter. And uh, polarizing filters are still one of those things that are near impossible to reproduce with software. Polarizing filters basically remove reflections. And most people think they remove reflections from water and glass, and they do, but they also remove reflections just from normal things like leaves and rocks, etc. And reflections rob colors of their richness. And I've said this many, many times before, but a polarizing filter is one of the things that is on my lens, you know, 100% of the time when I'm shooting outdoors during the day and it usually stays on my lens until there's not enough light left to use it. I highly recommend one. I have one for all my lenses. I use the screw on type. Some people use the square ones that fit in a Koken system or a Lee system. I also have those, but I typically have a screw on filter uh, on my lenses at all times during the day. They'll vary from between $50 and $100 and it's an essential, essential accessory. So don't leave home without it. Uh, this third one is going to be less obvious, good hiking boots. And these are so essential. You know, you're on your feet all day. And, uh, you know, when especially when you're on rocks and moving around, you know, you can easily, you know, suffer from ankle damage and stuff like that. So you want to get yourself a good pair of hiking boots. And definitely you want them to be waterproof. Uh, I actually really needed hiking boots and I couldn't find anything I liked here in Montreal. So actually when I went to Vegas, I went to a place called REI. And uh, I think there's like 130 stores in the US REI. They're similar to Mountain Co-op here in Canada. So I went to the REI in Las Vegas. Some dude named Tommy really helped me out. So shout out to Tommy from uh, REI Las Vegas. He knows his shoes backwards and recommended me a great pair. I bought the uh, Merrill Moab Earth pair. And this is a waterproof pair of Merrill uh, hiking shoes, boots, and they kind of go to mid ankle. Um, and I recommend mid ankle or higher because you want some good ankle support. You don't want to twist your ankle and uh, it'll really make you feel solid. Um, the waterproof is essential because, you know, you'll, there'll always be little streams or you'll often come into contact with little streams or it might rain and wet feet are like the most uncomfortable thing in the world. So highly, highly, highly recommend a good pair of, you know, uh, mid ankle or higher, definitely waterproof 
hiking boots. The fourth accessory is gonna be sunglasses, and I highly recommend polarized sunglasses. Uh, polarized sunglasses are gonna, uh, again, reduce reflections, and they're gonna make your colors seem similar to how they would look when you use your polarizing filters. So just walking around with polarized sunglasses, you can really simulate what you would see with your polarizing filter. Very, very, very great idea. My eyes are hypersensitive. You have to keep in mind that, uh, you know, this time I was shooting in the Mojave Desert and uh, sand itself is also very, very, very reflective. And uh, your eyes can be super uncomfortable when you're squinting all the time. If you do winter photography, you know, the snow is also obviously hyper, hyper, hyper reflective. You know, black tar can be really reflective. So, you know, if your eyes are sensitive like mine, or even if they're just normal sensitivity, sometimes when you get into these uh, natural environments, you will find uh, the reflections too blinding. So I highly recommend a pair of polarized sunglasses. Unfortunate for me, after my first day, I lost a pair of my polarized sunglasses, my good quality kind. So I just went into a pharmacy and got cheap polarizing sunglasses just for like 20 bucks, but really lifesaver. Highly recommend the polarized lenses. The fifth accessory is gonna be a lens cloth. You know, um, I was in the desert, so again, um, you know, once in a while, you know, you'll get sand or something, you know, on your lens and you want to be really, really careful about taking it off. So just the lightest touch can get like a grain of sand off a lens or something like this. I have a blower brush, you know, and more sophisticated cleaning stuff, but I usually don't keep that on my person. That will be in my bag, which will typically be in my car. On my person though, at all times, will be uh, a lens cloth. And finally, the sixth one, which may or may not be common to a lot of people, but for me is an absolute lifesaver, are knee pads. Oh my God, are knee pads crucial, crucial for me. And I don't even buy the expensive kind. I've had the same $5 pair for two years now and uh, maybe I should just, you know, suck it up and get a better one. But these ones are working just fine. I bought them at like, you know, one of these home hardware stores in the gardening department just perfectly fine. I spend a lot of time on my knees. I like to shoot upwards. I'm a freaked out angle hunter. And uh, you know, when you shoot up or you wanna get in weird angles or you wanna climb onto a weird angle, you know, there's nothing as heinous as like small rocks or stones under your knees. They, they, they're just so uncomfortable, you know, but when you have knee pads, you know, it just becomes, it's nothing and you're just laughing all the way. You're laughing. If you're a really good person and let's say you're photographing with a friend and uh, they forgot their pair of knee pads, well, you can get by on one knee pad. So you could share a knee pad with your friend and uh, that should do the trick too. But uh, really, I don't go anywhere anymore without my knee pads. Even when I shoot in the city these days, you know, we're talking about day trips, but even when I shoot in the city, you know, uh, if I want to shoot up a building, let's say, I'm on my knees. I need knee pads. So sometimes I walk around like a freak with knee pads and, and lens cases hanging off my belt, but uh, you need to feel comfortable and your photography will improve when you're comfortable. So these six accessories are just gonna make your photography better and you're gonna be more comfortable. So again, it's the tripod, the polarizing filter, the good hiking shoes or boots, sunglasses, the lens cloth, and the knee pads. Obviously, there's other stuff that I'm just not talking about. You know, I have a cable release in my pocket, but that kind of seems obvious. I'm not gonna really talk about cable release. You know, you can use a self-timer as well. And maybe, you know, I'm not gonna get into like jackets. Obviously, you're gonna be aware of what weather it is, so you're gonna bring, uh, you know, proper clothing. But uh, sometimes people skimp on footwear, which is why I'm talking about footwear, not necessarily, you know, jackets and things like that. And that's gonna do it for me. Those are my six uh, essential accessories. And as I mentioned at the beginning, I would love to hear if other people think other accessories are really essential and um, love to hear what you have to say. So as always, uh, please comment in the show notes, photography.ca forward slash blog, and I'll be sure to mention you next podcast.
Thanks as always uh, for listening, everyone. Thanks to everyone that encourages me to keep doing these things. Uh, you know, sometimes it's taken me a month or a little more to put out another podcast, but there are loads of people that seem to be enjoying it. And uh, thanks so much for the personal emails that you're sending me and Facebook messages that you're sending me. It's really appreciated and, of course, encourages me just to do more of these suckers. Anyway, I'm not going to give up doing these things as long as people are listening. So just get out there and keep on shooting. Bye for now, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening.